friends. We are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the What With Friends podcast. Um, what is going on with you, Llewellyn? Is this a Life Updates episode? It is. Wow, I never think of these. It's the beginning of August. Uh, how did that happen? Um, because we kind of just gave updates because we were, like, not with each other for a month, but technically we should have life updates, yeah. That's true, that's true. And also, just so our our friends know, we took quite a long break, even from recording the last episode. Um, <laughs> unintentionally, I might add, but yes, it happened that is true. nonetheless. So, um, I mean, not much has changed here. Okay. I mean, part of the reason we took a long break is because I had COVID, um, which is a sad thing, but... Man, Such after life. after like two years of of skipping out on it, guys, I've not been sick. Like I haven't had a cold or anything since 2019. And <laughs> for anybody that like listens to this way past when we release it, that's three years ago, like over three yeah. years ago. Yeah. And so when I started coming down, ooh, <clears throat> sorry, see, still kind of there. Um, when I started coming down with this thing i was like this has to be COVID. i said this doesn't feel like a cold this feels worse than a cold so lo and behold it was and thankfully it was very mild i've heard um in comparison to how other people have had it so i'm thankful for that but still i don't recommend it to anybody um yeah (laughs) do not recommend to a friend (laughs) yeah i can't tell you where i got it um i went to a concert um earlier in that week that's the only thing I can think of but the person I was with didn't get it so I'm like is that mm. where I got it so I have honestly I have no, no idea but could be other than that nothing really has happened in my life um okay. I feel like that kind of took me out of commission for two weeks yeah and I'm like just like I'm still a little congested um but mm. otherwise this weekend I was able to finally like catch up on sleep and I don't feel like lethargic all day like I had been, um, which I th- I feel like is the worst symptom because mm, yeah. all I want to do is like get back to life and like get back to my normal activities. And it's like, no, I'm just going to choose to be tired after one work day. And it's like, it's annoying. Please stop. <laughs> I have a life to live, <laughs> but I'm getting there. So, yes. man, how about you? Well, I'm sorry that you experienced that um I don't have any like real life update um I am flying through this Bridgerton series books um I'm like six down two more to go (laughs) wow how how thick are these books lion I'd say the average one is in the like low 300s that's not this seventh one is in the low 400s like it's visibly larger than the rest and i think it's because it has a lot more storyline to it like even on the back page descriptor it's like oh this blah 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 except this blah 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 oh but except this blah 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 and you're like oh my gosh there's so much storyline there so it'll be i'm really interested in this one um, Does the but, TV show like stick pretty close to the books? <sighs> okay, I guess let me rephrase that. Do they do do they do the books at least a little bit of justice, or is it like totally off base? Gosh, it's so hard because there are they take a lot of creative license with the storyline. Um. And they don't stick to, like, some main elements. And in some ways, it's not a big deal. But in others, you're like, oh, man, I really wish that was, like, that was part of, you know, two characters coming together or something like that. Where sometimes they're just missing out on those elements because they're focusing somewhere else. But uh, it's just different. It's just so, it's just different. I don't even know how to they're they're just completely they're different okay it's like a loosely based and you can see where characters overlap and things but 
it's it's different nice yeah um yeah so anyways i was i flew through one book in two days um over this past weekend and then i'm already staring down the barrel (laughs) at this next book so other than that just working and that's pretty much it yeah but yeah um ready for it to be fall i know that for sure I'm ready for cooler weather, so bring it on. Yes, 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 and yes. Um, well, why don't you bring on the episode with our recap? Yes, so this week we watched Season 5, Episode 5, titled The One with the Kips. This was written by Scott Silveri, uh, directed by Dana DeValle, and originally aired on October 29th, 1998. Monica and Chandler go to Atlantic City for a weekend by themselves, and Ross tries to tell Rachel they can't be friends once Emily arrives in New York. Love that. And it is the first of a month, which means... I lead. What, Llewellyn? (laughs) (laughs) They're back to me leading, so... I don't know why this one seemed like the turnaround was so fast, but we legitimately had the same amount of episodes. It just, I think the break made it seem really weird. Yeah, and I think we also recorded one during the break and then recorded the rest after. So it's like, and we also recorded the last ones like all together. Yes, yes. So it made it seem like mine was a really small turnaround. Yeah, because when you told me it was my turn, I was like, no, it's not. You're like, like, you're a liar. (laughs) I was like, no, we're definitely starting a new month. Yeah, I was like, okay, great. And in um, order to make you feel better, I was like, if it makes you feel better, September has five. <laughs> it didn't make me feel better, guys. Oh, okay. It's all good. Oh, that's funny. Uh, anyways, um, so this episode really, just like the description said, it really only has two storylines, mm-hmm. Monica and Chandler, um, and kind of like the start of their relationship, and yeah. Ross and Rachel, and their, you know, they must socially distance themselves. <laughs> Speaking of COVID. <laughs> I was proud of myself for that one. That's good. That's good. Um, okay. So we'll start. We'll just start with the soft open to kind of like set everything. We're, we're um, here for the next 30 minutes, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so in the soft open, we're in the guy's apartment. It's the middle of the night. Um, and Monica is sneaking over to their apartment. They to... look so cute. They, they look they like do. both of them look so good. Like, Chandler in that robe, Monica with her hair, like they look good yeah. together. It, this is like where I feel like Courtney Cox like starts getting like yes, like gorgeous. Yes, yeah, agreed, 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 agreed. And Michael um, Perry doesn't look too yeah, he or Matthew Perry, either. Michael Perry. <laughs> it's Michael Perry. I don't know Matthew Perry. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, so she sneaks over and. Joey wakes up and comes out of his room and is very confused. And he's like, mm-hmm. what, what time is it? And somehow they convince him that it's 9 a.m. Um, <laughs> and so he decides, he's like, oh, okay, I might as well stay up and watch the sunset or sun sunrise. I think he's always said, mm-hmm. um, which we all know obviously would have already happened if that were the case. But um, so he kind of like walks over to the bathroom. And but Joey doesn't know that because he sleeps until noon. Right, right. Um, So he goes to the bathroom and Chandler confesses that he's just tired of sneaking around. You know, Mm -hmm. he wants he wants time with Monica to like spend with her. And so he offers like, why don't they go away for the weekend, get a hotel and they can just be naked the whole time. (laughs) Um, And they can base it on like, oh, I have a conference. You can have some chef thing. Um, And the friends will be like none the wiser. Yeah. And Monica loves the idea. Um, And then something, I think they say something about Joey and he's like, oh, I'm I'm sure he's probably already sleeping. And he walks over and opens the door and Joey is like passed out on the toilet. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily say anything. They're just like, they're about to make their way back to Chandler's room. And he's like, she's like, wait, what about Joey? And he just like goes over there and like realizes that Joey's like asleep on the toilet. He like probably has like a, a guess. Which is interesting because the, like, in earlier episodes, the toilet has always been shown to be on the right. 
So the fact that it's like on the left, right when you walk in, it's not technically accurate based on previous episodes and the layout of their apartment. Yeah, that's a good catch. Um, also, you think if they, if they were sneaking around at 3 a.m., they would have like closed the door quieter on their way in. I don't know. I was just like, it was a really loud bang. No wonder Joey like woke up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, um, so let's head into the main part of the episode, and we'll start with Chandler and Monica. Um, so we're in the apartment, the main apartment girl's apartment, mm-hmm. and we find out that both Chandler and Monica tell the friends that they have a conference and their culinary fair in New Jersey, <laughs> um, to which... Monica says, like, you know, yours couldn't have been in, like, Connecticut or Vermont. Um, like, somewhere that's not the same exact place to make it even less obvious. Um, but none of the friends seem any the wiser that this is happening. So, yeah, that was fine. Um, it's really all that happens in the apartment with these two. Is there anything else you had? Um, not, I mean, not really, just... Chandler's face when Monica mentions the culinary fair was like, if you knew what was coming, like you could see his face and he was kind of like, oh, like, dang it. Um, And then I just like Chandler's hair looks so good. I know. And like the next scene with like all the apartment or the room switching and stuff, like his hair looks so good with that like little disheveled like look a little, you know, Mm -hmm. just looks great. But that that just looks good all the time. He does. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so. Then we go to the hotel, hotel room number one, Mm. Um, and they comment on the chocolates on the pillows and just, like, how cute the room is, and Chandler immediately sits down and turns the TV on, to which there's, like, a police chase happening, Um, and he, Monica's, like, checking out the room, and he tells her, like, come sit down and watch it. Well, she walks out of the bathroom, and she immediately says, we have to change rooms. Um holding a glass because there's lipstick on it, which means they didn't clean properly enough. Yeah. Um, And Chandler is being Chandler and, you know, is reluctant, but okay with it. So he is fine. And so they go to a new room um, and he instantly turns the TV on again, back to the chase because he wants to see what's happening. But this time the concierge stays and, like, mm-hmm. they're kind of talking, like, bantering back and forth about what's happening. And Monica is, again, checking everything out. And she realizes that they have um, a garden view room, but they paid for the ocean view. Mm-hmm. So she's like, we need to change rooms. And uh, the concierge nicely but very forcefully tells her, the last ocean view room we had was not good enough for you. Um, while he's still watching the TV. They're both yeah. glued to the TV. Yeah. Um, and at this point, Chandler is so focused on what's happening on the police chase that he just tells her to pick a room so that he can watch, <laughs> catches himself, have a perfect magical weekend together <laughs> with you. Yeah. Um, so fast forward a little bit and like the we find out that they finally find a room that they like. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think they ever said how many rooms they went to, but. It was a lot. Yeah. Um, but they finally find a room she likes, and he turns the TV on, and the police chase is over, and he misses the end of it. So mm-hmm. he's very frustrated. Um, but Monica asks him to just turn it off. But he's upset and um, makes the comment, am I getting in the way of all the room switching fun? <laughs> <laughs> and nice. this sets them both down like a spiral, um, where Monica reminds him of the romantic weekend they planned, but all he wants to do is just watch a little TV and he tells her to relax mom <laughs> oh no <laughs> the worst the worst just, like the worst thing he could probably have ever said and doesn't he do like relax mon yeah. like he tries to play it off as if he was saying mon yeah, but, but like very obvious we all know that that was not the case yeah um when when he when he does that in that last scene and he's trying to search for the car chase, um, you can hear the theme from ER playing in the background. And Chandler <laughs> mentions that it's the, you know, oh, it's back to regular scheduled programming, um, which 
like ER was part of NBC's Thursday night must see TV lineup. So if they, they must have like taken a long weekend together, um, because it would have been a part of like if they were gone on Thursday, it kind of kind of lines up. Nice. I do remember hearing that now that you say that. I I recognize that theme song from anywhere. Yeah, right. And um, when he, like, when Chandler gets excited, like, on the bed when he sees the car chase, the blankets on the bed get pulled up, and you can see that there are no sheets on the bed. (laughs) Interesting. So they just didn't, like, fully prep the room. Yeah, Yeah, they're, like, trying to, just trying to cover things as much as they could. Yeah. All right, so then we head to the guy's apartment, and Chandler enters after what apparently is their weekend, and he's very upset. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joey asks him how the conference was, and he proceeds to tell him that it was terrible because he fought with his colleagues. Um, <clears throat> but he tells him on the upside, he saw Donald Trump waiting for the elevator. So that was one good thing, apparently, that happened that weekend. So Monica enters to speak with Chandler, and uh, Joey asked her how her chef thing was, which she replied was awful. Like, some people just don't appreciate really good food. So they have this spat back and forth about how, well, maybe it's not the kind of food that tastes good at first, but then makes people want to vomit. So they're talking about her chef thing, but really talking about their relationship um, and the frustrations that they have. So they move it to the hallway Mm-hmm. And Monica proceeds to ask how much the room was so that she could pay for half of it. Um, and he says, <laughs> he tells her it was $300 or, according to him, $25 per room that they had to go to. Um, so Joey walks out and he asks what they are. Did I really write that? Woofing about? Is that what he said? <laughs> You're like, I don't want to host. What is this? I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. He comes out and asks them what they're yelling about, basically. And they make up a stupid excuse that Chandler stole. Uh, or yeah. Monica tells him that Chandler stole money from her purse. And Joey's like, oh, you did that to me, too. Um, so they're just making up. So they're they're obviously in this, like, spat. Yeah, she, like, tries to get Joey on her side. Yeah. By telling, like, a lie. And it's it's interesting because Chandler comments that they changed room ten times, and if he said like at twenty five dollars per room, that technically brings the total number of rooms up to eleven. But he could be rounding down, yeah. like from the twenty seven and change, it would actually be per room, like because they're just like in this little heated like argument together. Yeah. Yes. Um, so we're in the boys' apartment again, and Joey tells Chandler that the hotel called, um, and someone had left an eyelash curler in his room. Mm. Um, Chandler tells him it was his to try yes. to cover up, but Joey calls him out on having a girl in the room. Um, and... <laughs> I don't remember why he made this comment, but Joey mentioned something about he asked him if he was on a gay cruise. Well, because Chandler said, like, it's mine. And Joey was like, Uh, oh, I thought maybe, like, maybe that you had a girl in your room. And he's like, Chandler's like, yes, that would have been, that would have made much more sense. Yeah, okay. And then Joey's like, I'm just going to ask you this once, and I want the truth from you. And I think Chandler thinks he's going to ask about Monica because he starts to get this, like, really, like, he kind of puts both hands and, like, his shoulders heighten and his neck, like, head lowers. And you're like, oh, no. He's, like, prepping. He's like, were you or were you not on a gay cruise? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happened. Uh, thank you. Um, that's funny. That's a very Joey question. <laughs> it really is. Um, so we're back at the apartment, the girl's apartment, and... Chandler like storms in and makes some excuse like oh I came over to drop nothing Um, (laughs) 
and admits that the weekend sucked and assumes that they're ending the relationship because they got in a fight. And Monica thinks he's crazy, but then realizes that this is probably why his relationships are also short, because the first hint of a fight, he backs out. Yeah. Um, but she is super sweet, and this is a really sweet moment, but she reassures him that they just need to deal with the fight and move on um, mm-hmm. and welcome to an adult relationship. Uh, and he steps back, and this is the moment where he realizes that they are, in fact, in a relationship. Yes. Like it's not and again, yes. they both look so good. His hair, her hair, her face. Like, they look great. Like, are they just looking good because, like, we're excited that they're finally together? Or Yeah, that's. I didn't think I of that. Know. I just thought they looked good. <laughs> they do. They do. Um, so, towards the end of the episode, Phoebe enters and tells Monica um, that she heard that she saw Donald Trump at her convention. Saw mm-hmm. him waiting for an elevator. So Joey makes a face and kind of looks at Chandler and they're like, whatever, like kind of shrug it off. Um, and then Monica asks Rachel if she can borrow her eyelash curler. And yeah, Joey like immediately following. Yeah. Um, Cause she lost hers. Yes. And um, Joey kind of like gets this look on his face. Like, wait, kind of starts to realize. And then he immediately knows what's going on. And, yes. like, goes to say something, and Monica and Chandler, like, shove him in her bedroom yes. and close the door. Yes. Um, and Joey, they basically told, tell him, like, yes, it's true. It happened in London. Um, <laughs> in London? He's, like, yeah. so loud about it. So loud. Um, <laughs> and he's like, I have to tell somebody. I have to. <laughs> and they, they, like, beg him, like, please don't. Like, you have to promise not to tell anybody. He's um, like a little kid who like cannot keep secrets. He's like antsy, like on the bed, and they have to like kind of hold him down. Like it's funny. Yeah, um, and he loves it. Like he tells him like he loves it, but he you know thinks it's un- like it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, this is happening. Phoebe and Rachel are out on the couch, and it'll make more sense when we talk about the Rachel storyline. But they're kind of looking at each other like wait they're trying to take joey on their side um but we'll get to that so yeah anything else about the chandler monica relationship um no i just i love them and i'm so excited that they are together and i can't wait as the rest of the friends slowly start finding out out. obviously like this is the first episode where one of the other friends finds out about them yeah Um, first kind of it doesn't feel like it needs to be said but just in case like yeah this is the first of the first of the of them and it's just crazy to me that like joey is the first to find out like i figured it would be that way because i feel like because they they were being risky and I, I just feel like Joey would have been the first to find out but the yeah. fact that Joey is the first to find out and then it takes time for yeah, like the rest true. of them to find out it's like wow he did a really good job at holding that in yeah yeah I agree especially because he seems so like he's like I have to tell somebody and they're like no that's no you can't like it seems yeah. very much like he definitely would have been the one to to not <laughs> but like let's also be real like the fact that he yelled in london like they would have heard that yeah agreed yes because it's not like those walls are that thick yeah but what do we know um okay so the other storyline is ross and rachel um so in the beginning we're in the girl's apartment and Ross enters looking for Rachel who we find out is shopping um, and he ta- tells the friends that he told Emily to come that he would you know mm-hmm. give up his relationship with Rachel and they are all immediately concerned because you know you're not going to be able to not see Rachel like that how is that going to work in our friendship right um, and Ross like assures them like I'm gonna focus on the part where I get to see my wife (laughs) not like and not do this and so he immediately pulls out this like giant bottle of (laughs) Pepto-Bismol and just chugs it if they ever redid the show he'd be a perfect alcoholic oh yeah 
like just the fact that he did it that way he's like like poor (laughs) ross like it'd be so perfect um and the friends are like they're just still like not believing like this is never gonna work like you guys like won't ever be able to be in the same room yeah they're Um, not optimistic about this at all they're like this cannot work no so rachel enters and um, did you see that Zara bag she had? I love it. I did, yeah. I literally think that they should bring back the old Zara bags, like, just as, like, a limited time or something, because those looks, they look so cool. Yes, I'd agree. Um, so according to Chandler, they, like, immediately make an excuse, like, oh, we're flipping Monica's mattress, um, and Rachel asks them like oh while you're at it why don't you flip mine too Uh, because they want to (laughs) give Ross and Rachel a little bit of time to talk Um, so they go to Monica's room uh, the friend all the friends do except for Ross and Rachel picks up a letter from her mom Mm -hmm. while Ross is like moving in to have the talk and the friends are all listening through the door Um, and while they're listening Joey's like scrummaging under um, Monica's bed and she's like what are you what are you doing and he's like well after the last time we were stuck in here he's like I decided to hide a box in case something like this ever happened and he pulls out this giant cardboard box full of food games magazines and condoms mm-hmm. in case they're in there so long they need to re- repopulate the earth um, yes which Chandler so lovingly is like and we're gonna do that with condoms <laughs> yeah um, with the way that Monica's portrayed like as obsessively like with the obsessive cleaning it's probably unlikely she would have like failed to notice a really large box newly placed under her bed just as like a quick call out (laughs) and she would have definitely like taken the food out because like that's a it's a bug finder yeah like ants bugs like no thanks yeah yeah um so we go back out to the living room and she's like, Ross is trying to, like, work up the courage to tell her. And mm-hmm. at the same time, she's reading this letter. And we find out that her dog, Lapu, has died. <laughs> it's, like, such bad timing. It's such bad timing. He was hit by an ice cream truck and dragged for 19 blocks. Not sure the- why we needed that detail. <laughs> and the way that it breaks when... <laughs> because it's, like, the front page of the letter versus the back page. So yeah. she's, like, nine blocks <laughs> like, so good i will say though that rachel's mother lives on long island and so again it just seems unlikely that she would be sending rachel a letter rather than just like picking up the phone and calling her yeah or like going to see her yeah it's like, like it's, it's not like they live that, that far, far away far away right yeah. yeah so just calling that out too um so the friends all hear rachel crying and they assume that ross has told her so they mm-hmm. walk out and they're trying to like comfort her and she she just is crying and she goes it's Lapu and uh and Phoebe, <laughs> Phoebe was like oh I know it's Lapu right now but it will get better <laughs> and it's just so such good. good writing like it's so good when they like the whole like double scenario thing yeah agreed um anything else in the apartment mm-mm all right, so we go down to the cafe, and Ross is attempting to tell Rachel again, and she is focused on listening. Like, I, um, and so he kind of, like, tells her, I, I made this promise, and at this moment, uh, s- somehow, her nose starts bleeding. <sighs> yeah, can't catch um, a break. So she is tilting her head back and, you know, doing the whole holding the mm-hmm. tissue to her nose. Yep. And mentions, like, this happened when my grandfather died. Like, it must just be a thing that happens when people in my family die. Um, and at this point, Ross, like, moves over to the couch and tell and just tells her. He says, like, I can't see you anymore. <laughs> um, and he's dead serious. And she reassures him, like, oh, like, you can't, can't see me anymore right now either. It's okay. But she thinks it's because her head's tilted back. Well, she's like, I know. I can't see you either. This is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, so attempt good. two has now failed. Yeah, poor Ross. He's he's trying so hard. <laughs> yeah. So we go back up to the apartment um, a little while later, and Rachel has tissues in her nose still. And <laughs> Ross enters, and she quickly rips them out. Um, yeah. And shoves them inside the magazine. So gross. Yeah, so gross. 
um, and he just has to get this out. And so he reminds her how she had, she said to give Emily whatever she needed or whatever he needed to, she needed to fix the relationship. Yeah. And Rachel's like, yeah, I remember you, us talking about that. And he goes, okay, well, her thing was that she doesn't want me to see you anymore. Yeah. And Rachel's like, you're crazy. Like, what are you going to tell her? Um, But then she realizes that he's already told her that he would do it. But he feels terrible. Um, And he he doesn't want to do this, but he has to to make his marriage work. Like, he has to make this work. Um, But good thing is that we can still see each other until she gets here. So Rachel exclaims loudly, like, oh, my gosh, it's the best news I've ever heard since LaPoo died. (laughs) Obviously sarcastic. Very... Um, but Ross just tells you, you know, like, it's been hard and she storms out of her own apartment because that's how mad she is. Yeah. It's it's hard because, like, she sort of laughs it off, like, gives him a tough time. But the way he plays it is, like, just straight face. Like, he's very – he is struggling with it. He's really sad about it. She's obviously yeah. hurt, so she's, like, lashing out. What's interesting, though, is that, like, even though – she asks, like, what are you going to tell her? And then she follows it by, you already agreed to this, didn't you? But she was with Ross when he was on the phone yeah. to Emily saying, that thing that you wanted me to do, I can do it. After she told him to give her whatever she wanted. So yeah, she already knew that he'd say, like, yes, I did already tell her. Because she was there when it happened. So yeah. just a little bit of, like, a weird like writing glitch where they wanted it to be more dramatic but she was there when it happened so she already knew yeah but it is really hard because he's playing it very like he's so sad he's He's so so torn up yeah 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 it's it's hard on him you can tell yeah so we go back down to the cafe and ross is taking an antacid um had pepto (laughs) already and now he's having an antacid (laughs) poor guy um, Give and, the guy a drink. <laughs> yeah. And Joey offers his advice that you just got married too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not what Ross really wants to hear. So he gets up and he goes to the restroom. Um, yeah. Wait, what? Ross goes to the restroom and Joey yeah. says he couldn't give up any of them if he asked. Oh, so Joey mentions like, I could never give up any of you if someone asked me to. Yeah. Um, and Monica, in her frustration with Chandler, says, well, maybe I could do it, and gives a sharp look <laughs> from Chandler. Yeah, it's good. Um, so Rachel enters, and she has been obsessing all day about this, and she doesn't want to talk about it with any of the friends. Yeah. Um, but Joey remind, or like, tells her, like, Ross is, like, right back there. <laughs> and, which... I get like Joey's trying to be helpful, but also like not the right time. Um, And Rachel mentions that she's Kip and Joey doesn't remember who Kip is. But as we are lovingly reminded, Kip was Chandler's old roommate. Um, Monica and him dated. And when they broke Mm -hmm. up, they couldn't be in the same room as each other. So he basically he was phased out. Yeah. Okay. Real quick, though, about Kip. What in an Yes to that, but in an earlier episode, Chandler told Joey that, quote-unquote, he and his old roommate Kip bought a hibachi together, and then Kip ran off and got married. So it's, like, a little weird of, like, a... That's not technically accurate. Like, Mm, he didn't get phased... Either he didn't get phased out or he didn't get married. It's a little bit of, like, a continuity error. Cool. But for the sake of, like, Rachel's argument, she's trying to, like, prove... Yeah, he phased out. Yeah, that phasing out is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Monica reassures her, like, you're not going to get phased out. But she doesn't believe it. Monica's related to, to Ross, so she's mm-hmm. staying in. Chandler's an old college roommate, so he's going to stay in. Um, and at some point, like, somebody had to leave the group. She just figured it would always be Phoebe. <laughs> because she lives so far away and it's not related, she lifts right out. <laughs> The way she says it is so matter of fact, too. She's like, so you live far away. You're not related. You lift right out. <laughs> and Phoebe is like appalled. So offended. Um, 
so we i think it goes to like a commercial break we come back and we're still in the cafe and phoebe is clearly mad at rachel like she's like giving her the Cold shoulder. shoulder hard yeah um and rachel is like apolo- apologetic she's like um you know why don't you just come with me and let's start a new group like mm-hmm. we're the best ones um <laughs> yeah. that's a perfect way to get phoebe on your side be farther from the truth but phoebe tells her like okay but we need to get joey too mm-hmm. um and ross comes in to speak to rachel and phoebe's like bye ross forever forever <laughs> as she's leaving <laughs> um and ross and that's how we'll he... sign off the final episode yeah that we do in our forever. series we're like bye forever um so ross comes in and he admits that he's the one asking for the change so he should be the one to step back which i agree if you're going to be the one to do this then you're the one that's going to need to do the you know making it less awkward for everybody um and He's like, there's there's plenty of people who just see their sisters at holidays, their roommates at reunions, and Joey at Burger King. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Rachel is just being real. And she's like, I don't think that's better. She said, because I still don't get to see you. Um, and Ross is like, well, what would you do if the roles were reversed? And Rachel plainly says, for starters, I would have said the right name at my wedding. <laughs> Um, but Ross apologizes again. Like, I'm so sorry this is happening. I don't want it to happen. It's a really sweet moment. Yeah. Um, and Joey enters and tells Rachel that uh, Phoebe said you wanted to talk about a trip or something. <laughs> um, which is obviously them um, trying, trying to, get to Joey. sway him to hit her side. Yes. Which brings back what we said earlier about when Monica and Chandler dragged him into the bedroom Rachel and Phoebe were thinking, oh my gosh, they're trying to take them to their side. Yeah, Phoebe's like, we're idiots. Yeah. And she's like, they're trying to get Joey. So good. <laughs> Such a good, like, like call back and, like, closing the loop on that. Yeah. All right, anything else about the main part of the episode? No. There wasn't really a lot to add to this one. Um, the tag was pretty short and sweet. So they were just playing Mad Libs and Phoebe basically butchered it, um, kind of put like her name in every category and Monica very matter of factly calls her out and says like, you didn't follow the rules mm-hmm. and just like ruins the game for everybody, which to be fair, I would be Monica in this situation because you can't just ruin Mad Libs like that. Yeah. Like it says like noun adjective verb for a reason follow it (laughs) but yeah nonetheless yeah they all walk out yes so favorite scene um favorite scene is probably probably the three of the three of them in the bedroom when they're trying to get Joey. He's like, in London! Like, he's just so surprised that they kept the secret that long. They're, like, they can finally, like, be themselves in front of somebody, which is, like, fun to see. So that's probably it for me. What about you? Um, I would say probably when Chandler comes in to, like, apologize to Monica and realizes Ooh, that they're in a relationship. Good. Yeah, It was just a really sweet good. moment. And I feel like it was a really good, like, call to... Chandler growing up a bit like Mm -hmm. becoming not like becoming an adult but like he's he like finally realizes like oh if I want to have a good relationship you know I have to work through my issues with people yeah Um, then I think it was just it was good and I like how they did that yeah 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 great idea or great choice yeah um episode rating (sighs) rating I'm going to give it a we were on a break sort of underwhelming for me just nothing above and beyond we're we're back to like the Rachel Ross thing again and it's almost like the Chandler and Monica one was not big enough to overcome that 
um, especially because they spent half the episode arguing. Like, so, yeah, <laughs> right. it just... It was just the median for me is always unagi, so it just fell underneath that, I think, for like a medium episode. What about you? Um, I'm going to say the same for basically okay. the same reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was, I mean, it, it had its moments, and I do appreciate um, like the honest conversations, but I just feel like overall, like it, it, like it almost like needed something else. Um. And I don't know what that something else is, but yeah. Yeah. All right. This is our um, post-show wrap-up. Oh my gosh, post-show wrap-up trivia time. All right. What was the playground nickname of the character played by Julia Roberts? The, the nickname? Oh my gosh, I don't... Wait, the playground nickname? What? Because didn't... um. Because Julia Roberts' character was the one that Chandler, like, had a thing with when they were younger. No, she, he pantsed, he pantsed her. Yeah. So what was her nickname? Because Susie of that? Underpants. Because oh, he pantsed her. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, awesome. All right. Well, this one we should get. Who okay. runs Central Park? Gunther. Well, <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, after that other guy. Right. But, yeah, Gunther, technically. Yeah. Um, I I don't think I have a social media spotlight today. Let, okay. me, let me confirm real quick. Quickity-quick-like. Oh, just kidding. Messages. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Beth. Beth, 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 our our bestie Beth. She Beth. messaged bits with Beth. Bits with Beth. She she mentioned. She said I was laughing so hard about how mad Leanne was about the word unkempt. <laughs> <laughs> she was so mad, guys. So oh my mad. gosh! I literally told all my friends about how upset Great. I was about it. Um, but she continues to say. But then she suggested instead disheveled, a but. Heveled yeah. isn't a word either. Right. Which, yeah, I understand. But, like, kempt. It's just the kempt part. Like, why do you need a MPT? <laughs> Never mind. I've, I've already gotten my rant. Listen to a previous episode. Um, she said, though, also, did you know that the words flammable and inflammable both mean the same thing? The object is capable of catching on fire. The word for not capable of catching on fire is actually non-flammable so flammable and inflammable are the same thing which i did not know i did not know that either Thank you, you have to say non-flammable for it to mean that it cannot catch fire y'all the english language is ridiculous yeah i like, I, I, I feel understand. sorry for everyone who like i'm so to... thankful it's my first language yes because i, I don't i don't know what i would do if i had to learn english i'm like anybody in my book that learns English as their second language, like, you are a rock star. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Then, our friend Grace messaged us again, um, and she had quite a few things to say, so this might take a little bit of time, but I just want to give her where, like, where she needs it. Um, she sent us this meme, which is actually really funny. Llewellyn, you have to go see it. Um, it's this meme about like a, um, it's like a billboard and in this billboard, there's two girls eating ice cream and like laughing together. And then next to the little billboard, there's two real life people eating ice cream and like looking and it says how it feels to listen to podcasts. I will post it on our social media because it's really funny. Um, because you can't really engage with the people because they're like on a show, <laughs> but I thought it was really good. good. Um, but she goes, hey, I just finished listening to the episode with the forbidden word. <laughs> oh, wait. Yes, that one. Yes. Which is something I've honestly never thought about that deeply. LOL. But have more info on the trivia question about Gunther's roommate. It's the one with the morning after episode or season three, episode 16, where Ross is running around trying to follow the trail to make sure Rachel doesn't find out that he slept with the copy girl. It's supposed to go Chloe to Isaac because they work together, then Isaac to Jasmine, his sister, and then Jasmine to Phoebe because they work together. 
So then when Ross gets to Jasmine and asks her if she's told Phoebe, she says no. But then she's like, but I told my roommate and he knows Phoebe too. So that's where we find out Jasmine and Gunther are roommates. But it's weird because I don't think that piece of information shows up any other time after that in the series. LOL. Um, Thanks, Grace. That is great information. Man, so thorough. I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, that was good. (laughs) That was I was tracking. That was good. That was really good. Um, yeah, so those are our social media spotlights, but yeah. Um, okay. Recommend to a friend. You are getting to the end of your accumulated list of things. I am, but I still have one for next week. So you do. Lucky you. (laughs) You're welcome. You guys, you guys. Um, okay. So this week, I don't think I've recommended this one. If I have, then I'm just going to do it again. Um, but as of late, uh, I have really gotten into rollerblading. Um, I bought rollerblades last summer as a tr- as as a way to try to get me to get outside to do something um, like active. Yeah. When I had first moved here, like shortly after I had first moved here, because it's just so dang hot in the summer. Um, and I'm a runner, as I've mentioned before on the show. But when I first moved to Florida, I moved in the mm-hmm. summer, the dead of the heat, and it's really hard to adjust. Anybody that's had to run in the opposite type of weather than they're used to, you'll understand that it's like very hard to adjust to that. Um, and so I kind of gave up on running, and I needed something that would allow me to like get outside and be active, but not like have to be out for long, if that makes sense. Um, so I decided to try rollerblading and I don't know if anybody's attempted to pick up rollerblading in their later, later years of life. Um, (laughs) but it's not as easy as it looks. Um, I am a pretty good ice skater. So I was like, I should be able to rollerblade. Like it's basically the same thing just on land instead of ice. Um, and I, I think I'm decent, but the problem for me is stopping. So Mm, roller skates, the four wheels, the stoppers are in the front, which makes sense to me. Roller it does blades does not make sense to me at all. Okay, see that makes sense to me. Roller blades are in the back, and that doesn't make sense to me. And it's on one roller blade, not both. So to like try to stop, you have to like balance on one foot and try to stop on the other, and it's mm-hmm. like I'm pretty sure I'm going to fall every time I try. Um so I've not mastered that. I just stop like stop going and I like eventually veer into the grass to stop myself Mm. um that is how I stop and it is probably the funniest thing ever to see me try to cross a street because like we have a trail like right by our house um and then it has like the little stop walk thing so you can like stop traffic and go but you know how every stop walk has those rumble strips and I'm like I am gonna fall flat on my face in front of all these cars and it's gonna be hilarious for them and horrific for me so it took me quite a while before I like got the courage to like cross the street to keep going so I was just doing this like same stretch back and forth and I was like I'm getting sick of seeing the same houses I need to like go farther Mm -hmm. um but that's like not the point the point is rollerblading I found um is a great alternative to going out and running or even walking because I can go farther I'm less hot because I'm getting more wind um and I feel like it works out different parts of my body, especially my ankles. Um, so if you are looking for something fun to do outside, but you're not like a runner or you don't want to buy a bike because those mm-hmm. are typically more expensive. Um, I bought, I think they were like 30 bucks on Amazon and they're adjustable. So um, like if uh, not that my foot is going to change sizes, but like if somebody wanted to borrow them and had a smaller foot, like you can adjust them to be smaller, which is kind of nice. Um, and like, I mean, they're basic, they're nothing grand, but it's fun. And I try to do that when I'm like too tired to go for a run or I just need to like let off steam. So I highly recommend buying rollerblades and going out. I do recommend wearing a helmet. Um, Maybe that's just my age, but I would wear a helmet. I've, I've been told I need to get knee bri- like knee pads because mm. I already have bad knees, um, but I've not fallen yet, so I haven't bought them. <laughs> um, 
but I know once I do fall, I'll regret not having them, so I probably should buy them. Um, but yes, I highly recommend rollerblading if you want something fun to do. And I'll stop. How about you? That sounds awesome. Um, mine is something that's sort of intangible. Um, one of my favorite things recently, um, over the last several months is <laughs> every day I go into my Facebook, um, and I look at the memories and then I delete all the memories from the past of all of the cringy things. And it's like slowly over time, I'm able to get rid of all the stuff that I like. I mean, like, you know, remember, I mean, I think it does it now, but remember Facebook back in the day when it was like really relevant and you would like check in places? Yeah. Like yeah, all of those take up space in your timeline and it's ridiculous. So like I'll have check-ins to old gyms. I'll have just events that I was a part of or promoting that like were shared that I don't really need on my page. And so just instead of, instead of like going backlog and just like trying to reach the end of the posts, I just every day go into the memories and delete what's not relevant anymore. And then after a year, because it would, will do like on this day, 10 years ago, nine years ago, eight years ago, like, as long as you post it on that day, you can see the backlog of the entire year. So after a complete year, you won't have anything else to delete that you don't want to keep because it will have brought it all up. So it's been something that's been giving me great joy. Just I just read things and I'm like, oh, cringy little Leanne, just yikes. And it's been a joy to delete. So um, it might be a little less relevant for those of you that don't care at all about Facebook and only do Instagram or TikTok or any other platform. But for me, that still keeps Facebook for all of like the older generation to like keep tabs of my life. Um, going back and deleting using the Facebook memories, like toggle thing or whatever has been yeah. awesome. Highly recommend to a friend. It's very freeing. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, okay, so that wraps up this episode. Next week, we're going to cover the one with the Yeti. Yeah, so we'll catch you guys next week on the One with Friends podcast. <laughs>